0: Welcome to My Ed Expert, specializing in what's possible in education. By merging research, practice, and passion, we provide insights from top educational thought leaders for right-now implementation. Now, here's your host, author Susie Pepper-Rollins. I'm so glad you're joining in today to listen to this podcast. We're going to be talking about something that's so important. It's about what do we do about students with gaps, we all have gaps. We've all got gaps in our education, and every year we get some students in who maybe are missing some prerequisite skills, some some missing pieces. There, we're going to be talking today about a process called acceleration, which is a really tactical process that can really change the academic lives of many of our kids. Acceleration has been a cornerstone of my work for many years. I've worked with districts, do keynote addresses, all kinds of things on acceleration. Uh, First, let me sort of define some terms. What we traditionally do in schools is a process called remediation. Remediation is the reteaching of concepts. We go back and reteach skills and concepts that students didn't get, such as fractions, order of operations, parts of speech, multiplication tables, all those little missing pieces. So what we traditionally have done is just gone back with this idea that, boy, if we could just fix our kids, if we could just go back in time, if we could just get in a time machine and reteach everything they didn't get, then they would be just fine. Well, does that work? Are they just fine? Or do they just kind of give up on school? Because that can be a pretty futile process coming and having to close all of these gaps. Remediation is something that has really good intentions, right? I mean... It drives us crazy to have students enter our grade missing some prerequisite skills. It definitely slows them down. You can see them in math where if they are they don't have fluent things down, they're not fluent yet, they have to stop and count on their fingers and toes and everything else. Uh, once I was uh, teaching a, a summer program with eighth grade math students, and I had open-toe shoes on because it was the middle of the summer, And a student said, "Miss Pepper, don't move. I said, why? Why can't I move? He said, because I'm using your toes too to count. So we know they have gaps. It's really a matter of what is the better approach, remediation, or something called acceleration. What acceleration is, is it takes in a whole bunch of research about what we know about why students are not doing well. If you go back in time, think about your own education, when did you come across a course or a subject you were taking where you were just just in over your head? You just were lost. You were confused. You were struggling. What was that class or what was that course and what was happening? I mean, why were you struggling? What acceleration does is thinks about that because let's first talk about what it is that makes a student, helps a student learn. The number one thing, the number one thing that will help students learn the best is having prior knowledge. It's the most important thing to a student because how do we learn? We're, we're listening to someone teach us and we're tr- desperately trying to connect in our brains to some prior knowledge that we already have. If that prior knowledge is missing and it might be partly vocabulary, it's almost impossible for us to learn. Now, that's pretty daunting to talk about because we all have 28 students in our classrooms and they all have a different bank of prior knowledge. And what we know, the good the good part about that is they don't have to know it all. I mean, that's why we have school. So if they just have a little bit of prior knowledge, they can move leaps and bounds. Um, but if they don't have any prior knowledge, it makes it very difficult. So what acceleration does in essence is this. We very strategically intercede and create prior knowledge right in that student's path just before new learning. So let me just give you a concrete example because I've spent a lot of years on this. Let's say that students are about to learn, let's say on Wednesday, the teacher's going to be teaching circumference, something we all took, something we all learned about. So in the regular class, in the heterogeneous class, they're going to be learning circumference on Wednesday. What we do in acceleration is we take a hand chosen group of kids with some gaps and I'm going to just kind of kick off early with, I'm going to jumpstart them on circumference. This is what it will sound like. I'm going to talk about our learning target first. I'm going to get the word out there about circumference. We're going to put that up there and say, hey, circumference, circum, that looks a lot like circle, doesn't it? We might do something really tactile and concrete, like we'll take some lids to a jar We'll take some string. We're going to put that string around the lid. We're going to hold it up and say, Hey guys, that's what circumference is. It's that string right around the lid of that jar. Let's put that word up there, circumference. Now let's take our string now and lay it across the fat part of the lid. Guess what that is? That's a diameter. And the, and the prefix die means two. Half the diameter is radius. So what we're going to do is just mess around with the string a little bit, talk about the relationship between the circumference and the diameter, talk to your partner about what's what do those two strings look like, and talk about circumference. Then we'll talk about the fact that, you know what, there's a math formula for that, because that would not be very practical to bring around string everywhere. What if we're measuring the circumference of a sports arena? We're not going to have that much string, right? We may then go on a scavenger hunt and try to find things with circumference. Now we're then going to take apart and say, you know what? To learn circumference, we're going to revisit some prereq skills. Maybe decimals. Maybe that's the time we just hone in on decimals. Let's go back. We haven't learned these in a while and practice our decimals. Now let's go forward and move, dip our toes into circumference. Let's talk about the formula. Let's talk about the word pi. So that's kind of what acceleration sounds like is these kids have just some, a, a jump start on the learning. Now, let's think about what just happened. We helped them create some prior knowledge about the word circumference. On Wednesday, they go to their regular class and the teacher says, hey, guys, we're going to be learning about something called circumference this week. What are those students? What happens to those students who have the acceleration class? They're like, wow, I've heard of this. They're raising their hands. Hey, I can help with that. They can even become leaders in the classroom because they have a little bit of prior knowledge. It makes all the difference in the world. And now we look, and they also had a little bit of time on the prereq skills for that. And we've maybe pushed in a scaffolding device, a cheat sheet or something on circumference. So they are, what we're really doing is really setting them up for success, right? So that is kind of what acceleration look, looks like. Now, if it's English language arts, it might we may do the same thing with commas. We may do the thing same thing with parts of speech. We may start the parts of an essay. Uh, if it's science, then maybe they're going to be studying crustaceans. We look at some videos on crustaceans. We read a picture book about crustaceans. We look at some of the vocabulary surrounding crustaceans. We're just giving them the prior knowledge that this group of kids desperately needs uh to give them this to give them this head start. So in my practice and time with districts, one of the things we work on is well, how we're going to do this, the steps. And the second part we look at is what's the timing going to be? When can we accelerate? You now the answer to that question for me is any time we can carve out. I have been the accelerator in morning tutoring and after school tutoring. What I did is called parents and I said, look, I would like to try something different this year. Rather than going back, 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 which is normally what we do with remediation, what I'd like to do is get your child ahead of everybody else. What are your thoughts on that? Well, what do parents say? Absolutely, right? So I've done acceleration in tutoring situations. I've worked with another district where what they did in a middle school is every student went 30 minutes in the morning somewhere. Like you, may, one student may go to music theory, another may go to book club, and some students may go to math acceleration. And the teacher who's teaching the math normally, like fourth period today, they know their lessons. So they go ahead and jumpstart these kids in the morning to get them ready and just give them kind of a sneak preek. One of the things that's interesting about acceleration, when we look at prior knowledge and background knowledge, some of it's prereq skills, but some of it's vocabulary. We know that students need about six exposures of a new academic word over time. So one of the critical points of acceleration is this. We go ahead and start that vocabulary journey a little bit early. We just let them start we're playing around with these words a little bit. So sometimes we'll do sorts in acceleration. We don't do any kind of worksheets in acceleration. It's all hands-on kind of stuff, really like sorting and getting up and moving around. And it's a lot, make it really a fun class. Nothing's graded. One of the districts I worked in actually had, now this was uh, something I would have never thought of, they actually did acceleration during lunchtime. They had a lunch and learn. Another district I worked in did it at the very end of the day. Students were already dead tired and they thought, you know, the last 30 minutes, let's all get started on tomorrow. So there are a lot of ways to implement acceleration. Here are the steps that I take. I first talk about our learning target and why we're learning this. Like in the circumference, you know, we may talk about the buildings. We look at pictures of of, of things with circumference. We start the vocabulary journey. We scaffold prereq skills. And then here's the part that kids love. We tell them, hey, guys, you know what? You're going to get a head start on this. You're going to get a sneak peek of things your classmates haven't even learned about yet kind of a funny story of all the years I've worked on acceleration, sometimes a question will come up, they'll say, well, one of the problems we're having is students are kind of bragging about they already know this, you know, well, that's okay. I can deal if that's the negative that they're, they're bragging a little bit about all they know. I'm, I'm okay with that. One of the most fundamental things in, in learning is self-efficacy, which is very different from self-confidence. Self-efficacy means a, is a student's own perception of how well they're going to do on a task. Our brain is always measuring. Okay, here's a new task. Am I am I more likely to, to fail or more likely to be successful? And if they have that feeling, like, you know what, I think I can I can do this, that equals work. I mean, students are gonna want to work harder because they're more motivated, because they feel like there's a chance for success one of the critical components of acceleration is it gives students that sense that, you know what, I'm, I'm on the right path here. One thing I absolutely know about every kid is they really want to be successful. Sometimes the students get, get older, they may not look that way because the brain's telling them, Hey, you, you may not do well. You, you know, you may want to withdraw from that task. The reality is is that students' brains can kind of work against them because the brain's trying to protect them. What's, what acceleration can do is just get them ready to learn. I've worked with high schools, middle schools, elementary school on this process. Every single time I hear so many great stories back about how well acceleration worked. In my own situation, the first time I ever did it, I had a group who they were all really struggling, and I was accelerating in math, accelerating in science. In in just a week's time, we saw a turnaround. We started seeing the students participating more in class, raising their hands in class. We started seeing their scores come up. Couldn't believe the difference. So what acceleration really does is it really gets under the hood of failure. We take a look at why they're struggling and, and we sort of fix it. Now, one of the things that will sometimes come up when I work with schools on acceleration is People are so concerned that we're not going to get every skill, every skill that they miss somewhere. We do remediate, but here's the difference. In acceleration, we remediate only what they need this week. Here's what often happens with remedial programs. They'll be over in this class working on fractions and commas and order of operations or whatever it is that we've deemed that's essential. But in their regular class today, they're not even seeing that. For example, what we were doing in one of my schools is we we had this class where they were, it was a double dose class where they were, we were just getting fractions and all those things that we had listed that kids often didn't get. But then they were going over to their regular math class and they weren't using that at all today. Let's say we're doing subtraction over here, but we're studying something completely different over here. So they were missing the piece. The students weren't seeing the connection between this extra help we were giving them. So here's my guideline for how well these support programs work. I want to see their math scores come up. I want to see them we're doing better in reading. They need to be intricately connected so that whatever support we're providing, the students feel like, wow, I'm doing so much better in math. Wow, I'm making better grades in math. This is going so much better for me in science now. So in uh, what we want to, okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. Think about it this way. You ever played Little League or a sport? Think about the spring since it's baseball season right now. What do you see if you drive through neighborhoods this time of year? You see kids getting their gloves out. You see parents out in the yard working with their kids. Now think about that. The season hasn't even started. The coach is going to show them all that stuff, right? Why do parents know that, hey, we'd better get out in the yard and practice? We instinctively know, I want to give my kids a head start. I want to get them ready to learn faster, right, so they can catch on quicker. Acceleration focuses on the future. It gets kids ready for today. Remediation many times can just hammer away at their past and we want students to be excited about coming in because we know if they start feeling successful boy they get those endorphins going and class is really looking good and things are feeling a lot better. Okay, one of the things I've done is I put on the site on Myer Expert a, a short PowerPoint on some of my tips for acceleration. So if you go to our notes for this podcast, I'm going to put a link to the PowerPoint and that'll have some, some research and things on prior knowledge. You can maybe get your feet wet a little bit on this because sometimes there is a certain amount of remediation we can do. But if it's all if it's all out of context remediation, that can be a bit soul crushing. If it's every day, students never feel like they're going to catch up. What acceleration does is we want them to learn with their peers. We want them to, to catch on alongside their buddies. All right, guys. So thanks so much. Thanks for joining me. And like I said, the PowerPoint will be there. Let me know if you need any help. And so glad you joined us. Thank you. We are so glad you joined us on this episode of My Ed Expert. For more resources on the ever-evolving realm of education, head on over to myedexpert.com and get inspired by all of our author's work through downloads, strategies, and best practices. While you're there, hop on to get updates right to your inbox because you don't want to miss a thing right here on My Ed Expert.